It's snacking and get cracking with a snack that packs a protein punch. Pistachios are known for their protein power, fiber, and better for you unsaturated fats for a combination that may help you keep feeling fuller longer. Wonderful Pistachios is a good source of protein with zero gill. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. I love that they come in a variety of sizes and flavors, making this the perfect protein snack for any on-the-go adventure. Check out wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more about how these little green wonders can power up your day. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome back, everyone. This is the Flow Track Podcast NCAA Recap. No, NCAA Recap. What am I saying? USA Preview Edition of the pod. Should we just start that intro over again? Yeah, here let's we just go. Do it again. One, three, two, two one, one, and welcome back, everyone, to the Flow Track Podcast. This is the USA Championship Preview Edition of the show. I'm Kevin. He's Gordon. We'll also recap a couple of the Diamond Leagues that happened over the weekend. But mostly this is going to be a USA's show. Got the Jamaican trials as well. Got the British trials. Got all sorts of things going on in the world of track and field. You're watching live. Make sure you comment, say hello in the chat on YouTube. Kevin, I think this is the last podcast where our view of the track and field world is a certain way. And it's going to be drastically different. A week from now. You're saying this is the biggest weekend of track? No, I'm just saying in general. Of 2023? What we think about the current edition of the 2023 athletes. We have a, we have preconceived notions, right? Based off what we saw last year leading up to this weekend. But after this weekend, those preconceived notions are going to get reaffirmed or drastically told you were dumb. Why were you thinking that for those so many months and so many years? How dare you not think that this one thing would not happen or did happen. Don't you think that's going to happen? Sort of. But when I go through event by event, there's so much hedging that is going to take place for me in this preview, not because I'm scared to make a pick, but there's just a lot of uncertainty between the people getting the buys, between we don't know what hap- is going to happen to certain athletes, some big stars who haven't run a lot. So I find it hard to believe I'm going to be out on a limb on too much stuff. I could be wrong. There could be a situation where I get the entire top three wrong. But we talked about this last week's show. There's very few events that any of us feel confident in for the, for this meet. And that's a rarity. You go back, you can pencil in, oh, last year we could lock in this event or that event as we know the top three or we at least know four of the three. There's very few events out there where you're confident about what's going to happen. I do agree, though. This You have to push your chips in the middle of the table this yeah. weekend. Not just in the U.S., but in Jamaica as well, too. There's a couple people who can get by after this weekend without having to sit down at the table, the people who have buys to the world championships. But for Literally, they can get by with their buy. Yeah. 
<laughs> but good one. It's good. But 99% of the track and field world is in the United States, Jamaica. Like they are, they're in this weekend. You have to be in. You say, no, wait, hold on. Did you apply that 99% of the track and field world is in USA and Jamaica? No, no, no. 99% of the it's Jamaican. It's like 1% is Europe? No, no, no. 99% of the Jamaican and American athletes. I did do a bad job explaining that. Okay. 99% of the Jamaican. And, and, so and to, to a certain extent, some of the British athletes, although, you know, their qualifying system is a little bit different. But I'm just saying it's, you know, put up or shut up, as they say. So every time we decide to do a podcast where we try to predict every event, top three, we realize it takes a lot longer than we expected because there and then, are more events <laughs> than we think there are. And then we waste four minutes at the top of the show. Talking about nonsense. Or in, yeah. Or in this case, we're going to talk about the Diamond League that happened this past weekend. There was two. Let's just do a quick one. One was awful. Let's, let's just be honest. The Stockholm Diamond League was not a real Diamond League. It, so st- it was a- <laughs> Stockholm had bad weather and no American athletes. And just missing a lot of athletes. Well, because the weather. Yeah. Like, there were some good races that would have been quicker if the weather cooperated. But in general, the fields weren't very deep at all. Correct. So let's just go, let's go even farther back in the time machine. Was it Friday? Friday was Lausanne. Friday, Lausanne. There were some notable races that I feel like we need to give a little bit of love to. Mm-hmm. A little bit of credence, highlight. Start the men's 1500. Jakob is, I think, 100%. He's, he's not losing, man. This guy, he just, he's just <laughs> a robot. Last time you said that. <laughs> I know, last time I said he lost. Yeah. But I was pretty good with that prediction. To predict that he would have this like run, outside of that one loss, mm-hmm. he's now 13-0 in his past 13 finals on the track or yeah. on the cross-country course. Yeah. 13-0. I don't see him ever losing. I, I don't see a situation where this guy's going to lose. He made another run look very easy. It was the classic, you were talking about it, like when an NBA team loses game two of a seven-game series and then goes on to win the rest of, like, wins in five. Mm-hmm. Like, he can make it look like you have a shot. Oh, it's tied with 300 meters to go. Like, Josh Kerr is right on his tail. No, nah, it's, it's not going to matter because unless someone can really push him to the very edge into that final 50, 20 meters, like Jake Whiteman did, uh, I don't see him getting beat. Uh, but Whiteman's not even running, so... Yeah, he's unique in that he's front-running this thing, but he doesn't gap the field. Yeah. He front-runs and Twice lets you stay field. on his heels, but then also has that little boost over the last 200. Hasn't worked every single time. He's lost before, but, but this it's year— over 95% of the time. It doesn't look like anybody's getting him, and it's the same plan over and over again. He's been doing it long enough now that where he knows. Germa was second, Ethiopian record for him. And Kerr was third, so this was against a good field. He's not running against weak fields when he's doing this, too. He's taking on the best in the world. 328, one of the fastest times of his career. It, they All these races start to blend together for me with Ingebrigtsen. Yeah. They're all just so good, but they all look the same because he's always in front, and then he's pretty much staying in front. Speaking of blending together, the men's 5K. There are a lot of talent. We now have six guys who have broken 1250 this year. Mm-hmm. Six. And that's not even including Jakob, who hasn't even run a 5K this year. Yep. Jakob is going to make his 5K debut at Worlds because yep. he ran his two mile. So you could argue there's seven sub 250 guys. 1250, there's, yeah. Sub 1250 guys. And there's probably a few others who haven't broken 1250 who did it like last year or two years ago who ran like 1253 but have sub 1250 shape. It is unreal the depth of the 5k this year i remember a few years ago when no one could break 13 yep now everyone's breaking 1250 we saw 1240 was it number five all time uh six fastest time fifth fastest performer for aragawi yeah and more importantly than the time this is the third 
absolutely epic race this year in the Diamond League on the yeah. men's side. You add in Faith Kipyegon versus Gaudet on the women's side in Paris, too. That's four just top-notch 5,000-meter races. The times are great, but these have also turned into incredible duels. You were on your feet. You were elated looking at Chepta guy. You thought he might get Aragawi. He looks so smooth. He looked like his, his, he has a good – he's a Kipchoge look where he never looks tired. Yeah, you know? yeah. But that's just the, that's the third time we've seen just an absolute battle in the last lap while they're running an insane time. So I, the men's five is awesome. We talked about it U.S. side. We talked about it internationally. It's been great. It continues to be great. And it just – It's it, going to be a hard one to predict. It's going to be hard to predict the top three of that. Oh, Worlds and U.S. Yeah. It's going to be really hard to predict. But also, there's just some magic in that event right now. And it's so deep. You don't even need to know – like a lot of times they – Build these things. This is a world record attempt. This is a meet record attempt. They're going out at 12. I don't care anymore. Like, it's going to be good regardless. Until we see a bad men's 5K this year, I'm just going to assume all of them are awesome. It doesn't even really matter who's on the starting line. Like, it, it's going to be real good. You mentioned, was it six under 1250 this yeah. year? Plus, Jakob, that's incredible, the level of depth. And they're doing it in these in these races where they're having to race with other people, yeah, too. 15 people make a final. It's probably going to half the field they are going to be... 1240 guys yeah again it's, and and you have the extra help there to push you but we've seen a lot of times the extra help sometimes leads to slowing down because they usually look at each other and then just decide to win this year they're just going for it all out like they're, they're pushing the pace from a mile out there is no slowdown at all i mean I'm, let me look at pull up this list here i mean it's just it's it's been amazing the uh the depth, right? We had the Kajelka race, the Kiplimo race. I talked about the women's race before. This one was Aragali and Cheptegei. We're not even counting the Jakob race. Yeah. It's a two mile. Like, you know, that, that, that's a totally different event. But you throw him in there and it makes sense that he's going to run a sensational time. So, I don't know, man. I, I just love the event this year. You've been all in on the 5K for years now. You stick Sorry, with, with it. Sorry, with the NCAA 5K. You stick with it through thick and thin. Yeah. I admire it uh, tremendously. But, yeah. Aragawi, Cheptegei, Kajelka, Kiplimo. Who else was? Uh, Hailu Bekele. blue all like this year? No. I don't know why that's all blue. There's some older performances <laughs> in there too. But yeah. No. I'm, Gordon's looking at my list here. But there's just been some some sensational men's uh, men's 5,000s this year. And and that one women's race as well too was, was great. So okay. Shout out to them. Women's 100. I think the way I want to react to this race is I'm just going to ask you one question. And one question only. Mm-hmm. It's a yes or no question, and you must answer it correctly, or you lose a thousand dollars. The Katir race was really good in Florence too. Sorry, that's what I was looking for. Okay, ready for my one yeah, question? Yeah, start that again. I wasn't listening. One question for your your house is on the line. Yeah. Will Tulu win the World Championship hundred meter dash? So Tulu versus the field. Yes, I'd probably go field since my house is on the line, but I think she's the favorite. You go against the favorite for your house being. Yeah, on. I just I think it's close enough. What if twenty dollars was on the line? Tulu. Okay. Yeah. Tulu. What if thirty dollars was on the line? Yeah, there's difference. <laughs> the, the difference when you find the breaking point when Kevin <laughs> turns into field. financial ruin. There's a difference between are you going to pick this person versus the field versus are they just yeah. the favorite? I think she is the favorite. That could change in a couple of days when the U.S. Championships and happen Jamaica. or when the Jamaican Championships happen. But I just – I love her consistency and, and the margins of victory are big. I know it's not against the top group in the world, but it just shows you, okay, even in bad conditions, even when – it doesn't it doesn't take everybody to run fast for her to run fast. She's running fast regardless. She ran at 200 in Stockholm. 
bad conditions didn't run that fast there, but nobody really ran that fast. I I would take Tulu. So she has now won in the hundred. One, two, including including heats. Mm-hmm. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine straight races. But her first hundred meter of the season, mm-hmm. she got fifth at Mount Sac Relays. Yeah, reminds me of that. Wasn't that that Elaine Thompson hurrah season a couple of years ago, where she's, or maybe it was Shelly, one of the two, where they had like a bunch of, took a, not a bunch, it was like two random ones off the bat, yeah. and then they just started and then running. They became where they became historically fast. Yeah, you could see when they started really taking it seriously. Can we talk about the women's eight yes. before we get to the USA's? So Mora beats Hodgkinson. After Hodgkinson ran one fifty five, sky's the limit. Everybody's wondering well, how does she measure up against Mo? But Mora showed this is not just a two woman race. There's three in there. And everybody said, big upset, big upset. And I agree, because Hodgson ran 155. But then you look at the all-time series, it's now 4-3 to Mora. Yeah. Now, indoors, Keeley's run 1-2. So if you go indoor and outdoor, which we'll count indoor 800s. People try hard on that. It's 5-4, to Keeley. But that's still pretty close. If you ask most people going in, I think they would have had a bigger advantage towards Hodgson. But she kept trying to get past Mora, trying to get past Mora, couldn't do it. This one, this is one of those situations where Mora's tactics, I think, actually benefited her because she was just seemed to be in the right spot at the right time. I thought Hodgkinson used a lot of extra energy trying to go around, could never get there, and then a hundred to go, she didn't have a a move in her. But did you see this as a a three woman race now, or do you see this as like okay, that was not a good race for Hodgkinson, and by extension, a thing Mo has has gained a little bit of separation. Yeah, I think Hodgkinson losing to Mora was me looking at a thing Mo as more. Of a favorite. Favorite, okay. It likes, but it's probably not fair, right? To like say like, hey, it's your show, man. How can a thing Mo? Half of your show. Yeah, it's half of my show. How can a thing Mo get better when she wasn't even involved in the situation? I just feel like when you know, in a football situation where you a have football two, situation, you some call them games. You have two, you, you have two great teams, mm-hmm. and one team loses. You kind of think like, oh, I'm going to stick with the undefeated team. Mm-hmm. You know, so. Would you rather be ten and zero or nine and one? You'd rather be ten and zero. Mm-hmm. So and obviously it showed she's not invincible, but I don't think anybody thought she was invincible because she lost last year yeah. to Mo. But I think after you run one fifty five in your outdoor opener, people's imagination starts to go crazy. We'll talk about this in the when we preview USA's, but there is a chance that a thing Mo, what we think of her, it could be all still a little, still like. When you're in a desert and you see like an island. A mirage? A mirage. It could be a mirage and that really Mora and Hodgkinson are really the true top two in the world right now. And we just are going off of a thing Mo's last season and one race at New York and be like, well, she, you're perfect. Two she, and oh. She looked pretty good in that race. And she you sat good. in that same chair a week and ago said, and think, said, but I could be wrong. A thing Mo's back. Yeah. Like I said, I could be thinking one thing for an entire year. And then all of a sudden, I'm like told, why were you thinking that this whole time it was Mora and Keeley? That's possible. I disagree with you, though. I think this is Mora joining the party. Yes, I think Keeley could have run better, and there were some decisions there that if they broke a different way, she would have been closer. But I think this is Mora joining the party. She's new to the event. She's strong in the quarter. Is there enough seats at the table? How many seats are at the 800 meters table? Three. There's three. three. Yeah. This is – it's not a big three. What type of table sits three people? It's not even like a big two because – Mo keeps winning, but I just I think Mora has a her. It's not a one percent chance that Mary Mora wins gold. But here's the thing: if you have a table with three chairs, you probably can fit a fourth chair. 
right? There's if, no like if, triangle tables out there. If necessary, you can. Most tables are squares, so you gotta add a fourth person. If you're gonna add more, she has to bring a. Plus no, one. maybe it's a two. It's like a two-person booth situation, and then someone AC Slater's it. Pulls so up. So Moore's AC Slatering her way into this woman's 800. Flips the chair backwards, sits I down. I like that. Calls him preppy. Yes. And then talks about wrestling. And they're drinking uh, root, root beer, beer floats. floats. Exactly. At the max. <laughs> okay. I don't so know yeah, if anybody Mary, knows that reference. Mary Moore gets the win over Hodgkinson. Uh, let's move over to uh, Stockholm. Like we said, not much going on there. Stockholm. Pole vault. Mondo went for the world record. Okay. I want to give – everybody focus on the negative in track, especially now. I'm going to focus on some positives. Okay, let's do it. Positive okay. hour. So just – Last week, my award for whatever this segment is called went to Gabby Thomas because I like the fact that she ran the quarter, ran the 100, trying to get in the 4x1 and 4x4 team. This year's award, this week's award, for I don't know the name of this thing, goes to Mondo. He's vaulting at home. The weather was horrible. The competition was over for like an hour. I left the room to go play catch outside with my son. I kept the blinds open. could see my TV. And I look in there. He's still going. Yeah, my blinds are real small. He's still going because it meant something to him. Yeah. Because it's in Sweden and they didn't leave. The fans didn't leave. It would have been so easy, especially after he wrapped it up, to bail. It would have been easy after one attempt at the world record. First, it would have been easy to put it not at the world record height and just, hey, I'm done, right? They got the win. But then could have bailed after one attempt, could have bailed after two, gave three attempts at the world record for the crowd. He got asked afterwards how much of that had to do with the crowd. He said everything. Everything it was all about yeah. the crowd coming out to show support. They were literally waiting. They to do it for us. For him. So I think that's worth acknowledging. Props to Mondo. I like they did that. Mondo crowd award. The Mondo, the Kevin award of the week. I Kevin don't know, Kevin I don't know how week. long this segment's going to go for, but I like it. The other thing that got news was the four-meter hurdles and the protest and the people that put up a fake finish line 10 yards from the yeah. real finish line. It did not infringe upon Carson Warholm because he was in lane eight. And they, they probably were, should have done that. They should have realized the guy who's going to win is in lane eight. Was in eight. They didn't and think. They're clearly not track fans. Nope. Nope. <laughs> not at all. But that was a disaster. I don't know how that happened. They were fully set up, too. Did you see the photo? They're, like, squatting and holding the, the finish line. Tape. He, I, you could argue that there was probably a situation where the people thought the protesters were, like, just holding the finish line. And people didn't realize, wait, they're 10 meters ahead. And there's three of them. Yeah, they were kind of... They, and people, they're spread out on the track. But it, it seems normal to see someone on a track holding something. Right. So I your brain that one person recognize... could be confused, but the entire security staff... Yeah, but by the time the race is going on, it's you only get 47 yeah. seconds to figure it out. It's... Chaos I'm, happens. Yeah. I don't blame... I honestly don't blame the security for not recognizing it because... They were kind of blending in with what meet officials do. Yeah. Standing just, on the track, holding a piece of tape. Tape. Like, that's like a thing you do in track. I they just don't were get how you have well. time to, like, get out there, set up, be in position. You're out there for a long time. Maybe they were faced with a decision, though. Someone knew, oh, I could go out there and tackle this person, these people. But then that's going to cause a complete yeah. scene. But Less then you're also, but you're also risking, you don't know what they're going to do. You don't know who they are. Right? You can't have them standing on the track. What if they got up and then moved into somebody? So would you have been the superhero and gone on there and been Batman with the cape and I just felt like you got it you gotta prevent off? it you gotta prevent it before it happens. Remember the viral NBA yeah. clip of the security guy like waiting one row yeah. behind the person who was she the one who glued her hand to the basket chained or the her, floor? Chained her body to the, like the hoop. 
Yeah, and the guy had eyes on her. Yeah. You got to do recon ahead of time. Okay, how are they going to know to have eyes on these random people the protesting guy in, The guy in Minnesota did. So every track meet needs to have a guy. <laughs> Several. Several. You need a staff. It doesn't seem like this is sustainable. Like you can't just be winging it out there and hoping that people jump on the track. Remember at Worlds in the women's 5K, the guy who jumped on to celebrate with Sagai at the end? I don't remember. They started running around with the flag. It was part of a a protest as well too. But it it was very surprising because you're just watching like a normal finish and then you're like, wait a minute, that's out of place. That's not supposed to be there. That's how I felt watching this one. It's like, wait a minute, why are there three people... Holding a finishing tape 10 meters from the finish line. Not a good scene. Do you think they did a good job at getting their attention? Maybe. Well, no, I mean, I don't know what the. I don't even know what it was. The sign was facing like. Them, the athletes, yeah, maybe know. The athletes know. They're, but they're I don't like, think they're, they're like, oh, okay. They're not probably very big fans. So also, they, the, didn't they ask the athletes to sign a petition after they crossed the finish line? I don't think Carson Warholm would sign based on what he said after. <laughs> also, it's like pretty small, right? Because the finishing tape is. Yeah. I think what would have been worse, it's. It could have definitely been way well, worse. It could have been, but also the severity of the event. Because it's a Diamond League, like, the people getting... If this was, like, a USA qualifier, yeah, yeah, this yeah. happened... Yeah, you have and to like, rerun the race re-li- or something. Yeah. Lines on the they ticket. ran through the tape before yeah. the tape. Just... But if this was, like, a world championship where medals were on the line or USA's were team spots were on the line, I think it would have a lot more of an impact. Because everyone's like, oh... You know, like in Monaco, where they had that weird, uh, where Jonathan Jones ran like 400 meters of a 400 and then was like false start. Okay, not quite the same thing, but also, but people, well, you're just talking about mishaps. mishaps the steeple sh- barrier is yeah. too high or too low. It's like, all right, whatever. AJT says security would not have been able to remove them in time without causing more disruption. I'd say less is more. Yeah. AJT says they jumped onto the track 280 meters into the race. So 120 to go. They came out. They set up. Yeah, you have to yeah. prevent them from getting there in the yeah. first place. That's the whole game. But you look. But isn't that the whole you point? You typically of see people walk on the track to set up for the finish line. Tape. I know, but how do you get over the? It's not that hard. It's, it's like this high, man. Yeah. You got legs. You pop them. There's probably even a gate that they opened. We act like they're in like the like yeah. There's not a battle big royale with like chain link fence, like you're in a NASCAR thing where you can't get onto the track. It's, it's really just you and I. You track. and I have been to a lot of track meets. And typically, the security is on the heavy side. Getting here, getting there, let me see your credential. To the point where athletes and coaches and trainers sometimes, and media people have sometimes trouble yeah. getting where they need to get. But so it's, it's also just, really actually easy to get on the starting line if you wanted to. It's just like you just step over. Well, yeah, the distance isn't that Yeah, it's like a sitting court side. You can get on the court easily if you're sitting court side. There's, just, there's a trust element of, yeah. hey, we're, you're not going to risk it because of the, the legal implications that come next. All right, two more stories. Before we talk about USA. No, let's, we got to go to USA. No, we got, we got 35 minutes left. We, we totally we burned this. We a little over. I don't know. You got to play catch with your son? Is that what's going on? No, I got to get ready for US, well, USA. You got to get ready for Previewing. People want to hear. People want to. Okay, right. go ahead. Uh, Kira D'Amato. Uh, American record. American record in the half marathon. Pretty cool. This little back and forth between uh, Sisson and D'Amato. Uh, who's, how many times has the mar- half marathon record been broken now? In history? Not a in lot. history, like in the past five years. Keeps going back and forth. Right? And then you add in the fact that D'Amato had the marathon record and then Sisson took that from her. Yeah. Yep. So I just feel like in general, the women's half and full U.S. marathon has just constantly been up and up and down. So what do you think about Kira's performance? Do you think we should start, you know, 
is it too early to start thinking about 2024 Olympic team? And is never Kira, too early. Kira on that list now? Yeah, of course. She was never off the list. She was never off the list? For 2024? No. I remember for a while there, before she went to the marathon, there was a question of what event she'd run, 5, 10, or marathon. And then she ultimately settled on the, the marathon. But she's always been really good at this distance. Also, she had a really fast 10-mile when she was establishing herself as a, as a pro runner. So this doesn't surprise me. Um, yeah, it's just, and then she became an amazing marathoner and got the American record. Okay. I got it right here. So Castor had the record from 2006. She ran 6734. Then in 2018, Molly Huddle ran 6725, broke it by 10, nine seconds. Then Sarah Hall broke Molly Huddle's record mm -hmm. in 2022. Then Sisson broke Sarah Hall's record. And then Sisson broke her own record, and now D'Amato has broken Sisson's record. So it's gone Caster to Huddle to Hall to Sisson to Sisson again to now Kira D'Amato. All in all in a five year span. So it's, yeah, I meant to. That tracks with how it feels. Also, world record, same thing. If you pulled that yeah. up, that seems like it's getting broken every six months. All right, what was the other story you wanted to get to? Uh. Shelby Houlihan ran a beer mile. Mm, you're the beer mile expert. What are your thoughts on that? She broke the world record. Should she be allowed to have the world record? Because she's suspended. Is My good friend, Elizabeth Lassiter, won the actual championship race, breaking the original world record. So I kind of, like, my friend should be the world record holder, not... So hold on. Not Shelby Houlihan. Your friend was in the championship race. So... Houlihan couldn't run the championship race. Yeah, she was in an open field. Why? Because they didn't want to let her in the championship race because she's okay. currently dealing with the suspension. So they have. So the beer mile has rules. I guess like so. That. But Are they, they govern by. They have rules enough where if you're suspended, you can have to run in the open event. But you're still allowed but to you run. Can, you and still you get the, the world record. record sign, and then an hour later, Elizabeth Lasseter, Hopkins alum, one of my good friends, she actually breaks the world record. And wins. Wait, so she ran faster than No, she Shelby. didn't run faster than Shelby, but she ran faster than the old record. This just goes to show you track is confusing, even with it's something should be something straightforward like a beer mile. We can't do that. It's but gotta think, be so confusing. Obviously, okay. Shelby Houlihan is still a human being, and when you're dealing with a doping suspension for four years, mm -hmm. you're not expected to just like stay in your room like it's COVID and you can't go outside and do anything with your life, right? It's not illegal for her to go for a jog, right? It's illegal for her to go compete in track meets. And the question is, is a beer mile a track meet? Is it? You yeah. know more about these than I do. I don't know. What do you think? I just do you think, think a beer mile is a track meet? So she could, she could run and she could count for the world record, but she can't run. Yeah. I, can't be the world champion. I haven't looked into it. I'm so sure they have, beer mile they have gonna bylaws. Like, I'm sure beer mile is going to like go back and be like, hey, they're going to put an asterisk on that one and give the record to uh, Liz who won the, um, the championship race. But does beer mile have drug testing? Uh, they have blood alcohol content testing. Okay. And you have to fail. Otherwise you have to fail. Else it's like, yeah, you're drinking non-alcoholic beer. Yeah. What do you No, what I do mean, you? it's just a weird thing, but she runs with well, just seeing Shelby's clearly. She's still running. She's still staying. Yeah, I think she's coming back and for, she's coming back in what's the 2025. Yeah. 2025. I think she's coming back. I just, I don't think from like most people have their mind made up in the situation. Yeah. So they're not going to be like, oh, okay, yay. They're not going to be happy about it, even if it is a beer mile. 
It could be the most minor event, and the people who don't want to see her run are going to be upset about it. Yeah. So that's well, why I think, like, yeah, like everyone's going to be, at the end of the day, she's still human and she's allowed to put one foot in front of the other. This is a question is, is it allowed to be in a sanctioned and each thing, you know? And each like, organization. She should have done Beer Mile, like, on her local track, by filmed it on YouTube, and put it up. Yeah. No one's going to get upset about that. <laughs> Listen, I. I'll admit I don't know the all the ins and outs of who's eligible either. to compete. I just know that my friend won and <laughs> okay, so we can we can leave it there. All right, USA's, let's go. But yeah, my friend should be the world world record. Holder. That was the whole point of the That's segment. The purpose of the segment. Flowcheck acknowledges as the people who had the original world championships, like Gordon was eight there. years ago. I ran in it. Uh, Elizabeth Lasseter is the world record holder. Yeah. I don't know how I don't have the power to like claim that, but I'm just going to say it. Okay. Anyway. I'm glad we found the purpose for the segment. Yeah, I mean, end. also, Shelby Houlihan ran a beer mile in the unofficial world record. That's like that's news, man. That's it news. is. You can't pretend that's not news. I know. You you like to bury news on this show. For example, last week, I was like, hey, there's some big college stuff. And you're like, nope, we can't get to it. I was like, Joe Franklin's going to Louisville from New Mexico. Some dominoes are going to fall. I'm like, no, that's not it. And now Florida's going to win the national title. Now Florida's going to win the NCAA title. Which it's, we'll talk about It's eventually. the meme with the, the dominoes. Yeah. Like, the small domino? Yeah, leading to Florida winning. Although, I guess it wasn't really a small domino. It was a big domino because two of New Mexico's best runners are now in Florida. And presumably because Joe Franklin Maybe left, there's a chance Caitlin Tui goes pro, which then makes the domino even bigger because then Florida doesn't have... Yeah, but that doesn't have anything to do with... Well, NC State not having Tui makes well, the chance. That doesn't have anything to do with Franklin going pro, which is why... Or going going pro. Pro. Franklin going to Louisville, which is why I said it was an important Let's story and I couldn't figure out why you wanted to silence me. About USA. You're always trying to silence me on the side. 31 minutes in, we now are previewing USA. Valby, Asicole, you got Meza Downey, Elise Thorner. They just need a five. I asked, I don't know who their five is, but the coach texted me that she's run 16.05, whoever the number five is. 16.05 is a good five runner. That's why I said this is an important news. Also, Tim Hall. Yeah. Goes to South Carolina what are we doing? from you, Kentucky. You want, we're talking about USA. I'm talking, you're saying, I don't know what big news is, and I'm telling you examples of big news that you didn't want to talk about last week. That's not true. You're and gaslighting our audience. Look at what like, happened. Look at what happened. I was sending you Florida recruiting news. Oh, all yeah. Weekend. Okay. All right. You didn't believe any of it. Said, you just no, sent no, me no, a no, text no. of like 122740. And did you figure it out? I knew what it was right away. And yet, nothing. Because yeah. you're figuring out where Damian Lillard's going. All right. 40, no, not 70. There's nobody 70. No, seven. They have four in the I think top 40. It was Thorner 40th, I think? Yeah. yeah. They're going to be good. Look out, Florida. I'm not, I don't Women's even look out. Them. I know. I'm, I'm not dumb. I was on this one first. All you right. were not on this one first. USA's. USA's. Starts Thursday. How are we previewing this? Uh, we're going to go event by event, but some of the events we're going to take a little bit longer on. So you did all the rankings, so we can talk about the rankings a bit if you want to, or we can just... Talk about that. Do it. Yeah, exactly. So I want to start first with the women's hundred. Let's go to the women's hundred. We've talked pretty much all season about Richardson and Hobbs being one, two in some order. Right now on your rankings, you have Richardson number one, you have Hobbs number two. Some people could disagree with that. That's fine. You have them in some order. After that is where it gets complicated. You have Jefferson, you have Terry, you have uh, Tamari Davis, you have uh, Tamara Clark in there. So when you look at this woman's hundred, nobody has a buy, and for most of the big players, this is their best chance. It's not the two hundred. Yeah. It's, it's this event. So, I'm going to read through the rankings. You kind of tell me how you're feeling about this event. So Richardson one, Hobbs, Davis, Terry, Akinison, Jefferson, 
Sears, ABBA, Barnes, and Chandler at the top ten. I feel good about the first two. It's just a question of who the number three is. Yeah, I think a lot of people feel good about the first two. I think even the entire field feels good about the first two. You know who probably doesn't feel good about the first two? Maybe the first two. They're probably like, all right, I got to do it still, right? Shakira has yet to make her first team. Hobbs. Well, she made the team for Tokyo. She couldn't yeah, run yeah, make yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. True. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, there should not be an asterisk on that. There should be a she made the team on that. Uh, but at the end of the day, you still got to show up because Richardson is coming off of a year where she had a bad USA's and mm. she wants to, I'm sure she's probably like, wants to kind of wipe that season away from her memory. And the best way to do that is to come out here, yeah. run a 10-7, cruise, and then get ready for Worlds, uh, which I think she's going to do. Um, Hobbs, she's been misconsistent. Uh, miss, that misconsistent? MR at MS period consistent. She's been consistent all year long. Yeah, yeah. she's been great. Uh, so I think those two are locks, even though they're, they got to, I don't like saying someone's a lock because at the end of the day, like you still got to do the work and mm -hmm. put it in. And if Richardson or Hobbs have bad days, they're not going to make the team. It's only a hundred meters. So there could be a situation where neither make it. If they both have just off days. Yeah, it's not going to happen. Ch the chance of that is pretty small. Yeah, it's like there are some events 2%. where we could see the favorites go down. This doesn't feel like it's so. The real question is who's going to be the number three runner? Yeah, Davis, Terry, Akinison, Sears. Is that that group? Those four. Jefferson. Yeah, I think that if I had to put my money, I would put it on Terry. Mm -hmm. Pre preseason, I would have put it on Jefferson because Jefferson had a really good year last year, but Jefferson hasn't been running as consistently as Terry. And I think Terry's been through the ringer a bunch of times, has made the team a bunch of times. She anchored that four by one. So she has the like now professional, like mm -hmm. I am one of the top dogs in the women's hundred. Run with pressure. Yeah, I mentioned. think she's the one that comes out in thirds. Tamar Davis, she's the wild card, but she's a little younger. I don't, I don't know. I just think Terry has it. Yeah. I think it's between that group of I wouldn't count out a Kinnison either. Like she's a veteran. She's gonna handle the rounds really well. I'll go Davis. If you're going Terry just to mix it up, I'll go Davis on that one. Okay. Are we keeping track of this? Yeah. So you got it written down. To get the... Well, while you get that written down, I'll move over the two. Okay. Women's two. Thomas, Steiner, Richardson, Prandini, Davis, Clark, Mackenzie Long, Kayla White, Chandler, and then Mays. So this one, again, a situation, you know, depending on what happens in the 100, this will influence what we think can happen in the 200. Because if Richardson rolls, then we would say, okay, she's probably going to make it in the two. And then Thomas and Steiner have looked good this season. They both look really strong. Gabby ran 22 low in Paris. She's run a couple 400s, a couple hundreds. Steiner just won that 200 in New York City. I think it'll be those three if Richardson, you know, gets through smoothly in the hundred if not prandini's right there and then we have that same group that we talked about with the with the hundred with davis and clark i think this is going to be actually really easy to predict i think the order might be weird but i don't think anyone outside of thomas steiner richardson is making the team i think they're just so much better than the rest yes prandini has put together some good seasons like she made the olympic team uh but i just feel like steiner and thomas and richardson are just like just a tad bit mm -hmm. at a different level. Yeah. And that the uncertainty here is you don't know what's going to happen in the hundred. And yeah, someone... there could be a situation where Richardson's like, I'm not running it. Yeah. There could be a scratch. And well. if Richardson doesn't run it, I would put Prandini in it. But yeah, you know, and then, I mean, Clark's ran really well. What are you doing? Past two. I'm going to go the same thing you did. Thomas Stein. Are we doing it in order? 
Yeah. Yeah, I'll go Thomas one. I'll go Steiner two, and I'll go Richardson three. I'll do it just like your ranking but say. Now that I think about it, if Richardson does run it, she's probably going to win it. Then switch it. That's fine. That's fine. I think I'm going to do that because I feel like, yeah. All right, let's move over to the women's quarter. I will say one thing. Uh, Mia, That's not Bri- Mia Bray Patterson. She's running both the one and two high school yeah. star. I'll be excited to watch how she does. So anyway. Women's 400. This one's going to get a lot of attention. Sydney McLaughlin, Lavroni, Britton Wilson. They are both running on this event, not the foreign hurdles. For Britton, that means she's not running foreign hurdles at Worlds. Sydney obviously has the buy, so she can still decide later on. We have Talitha Diggs. Ranked third, Rosie Effiong fourth, uh, uh, Jantasia Jones in fifth. Sydney, feel good about, obviously. Britain, feel good about, assuming fully recovered from a very hectic NCAA season. Then it comes down to that third spot. But I first want to know what do you think is going to happen just at the top of this race. Now, mind you, Sydney's PR twice in a row. I watched the latest YouTube video she put out. And before the race, she said in in... New York, she wanted sub 50. She put it out there that she wanted sub 50. She ended up running, oh, sorry, she wanted sub 49. She ended up running 49.51. But that target is in mind. And if you look at how good Sydney's been when it comes to these championship style races, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Like this is where she usually starts to, to turn it on. So I think Sydney's going to do it. I think this is where we see the sub, first sub 49 for her. Wilson. I think she's going to qualify comfortably. Have heard about 49-1, 49-2. All right. I don't know if I want to do this prediction, but I kind of may want to do it. Wilson is hurt. Right? Well, she's running with the stress. It was a stress reaction yeah. in the in both shins. Yeah. Yeah. So you think and it's going to be tough. She did that double. didn't go well. Right. So she's not 100%. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. I think Sydney McLaughlin, there's a chance she scratches the final. Interesting. So you're going to so go. There's a chance that neither McLaughlin or Wilson are on the team. Interesting. So you're going total chaos. There. I don't know, but like that, that's a there's a greater there's like a fifteen percent chance that happens. Okay. Fifty yes, there is a fifty percent chance no, no, that that okay. happens. All right, thirty three percent chance. Pretty, Thirty-three percent chance. It just went up. All right, so you're not picking either of them. I don't know that. I'm gonna pick both of them. I know because picking both of them makes sense. I they're think the two it, clearly a whole second better than everyone else. But Wilson has the injury. Sydney has the am I even gonna run all three rounds? Like does Sydney want to run three four hundreds? If she wants to run it at worlds, yeah. She but has, maybe she doesn't want to run at worlds. Maybe she wants to run the four hundred hurdles at worlds. I think she wants I think she wants is gonna run the quarter. And I think she wants to test it. I'll go all the way through, sharpen up. It's not that much on her to run a 52 in the opening round. So you think she's not going to run the 400 hurdles? She's just going to scratch her by? Yes. That's been my – I'm just sticking with that all year. Okay. So I'm not going to waver on that. All right. Uh, I'll go with you. But I don't know any – I don't have any info on that. I'm going to be lame, and I'm just going to go Sydney, Wilson, and Diggs. I'm going to go Sydney, Wilson, and then the third spot, I'm going to go F. Young okay. in, that, in that third spot. But hopefully Wilson is – Healthy. Yeah, I just she might not be. There could be a situation she doesn't get make the final. That'd be too bad. It would suck because she deserves she's to been. make yeah. she's one of the best top she's top three runner in the world. So yeah. anyway. All right, next event. Next event, we're gonna jump to the women's eight. Women's eight hundred. Let's look at the start list there. What do we got in the women's eight hundred? Oops, distance. Okay. 
Women's eight, another one that's impacted by buys. A thing Mo, number one, but she's not entered in this race. If you're watching on YouTube or on the site, you can see Aja Wilson, top seed listed, Sage Herder Klecker, Raven Rogers, Olivia Baker, Allie Wilson, Nia Akins, and then Juliet Whitaker. Don't count out Michaela Rose, who is the NCAA champion, Charlene Lipsy in there as well. So with no thing Mo, who's running the 1500 as of this recording, kind of leaves some empty spots. I think Ajay Wilson's run in New York was a random bad race outlier. I think she will be back, especially because Mo's not going to be in there. So Ajay can control the race again. So I like her in that spot. I like Sage Herda in there. And I like the collegian, Michaela Rose, to get the third spot. Rose is not getting the third spot. Three rounds, never done it before. You got to go with the vet, Allie Wilson. So I'm going, same thing as you, but I'm going Wilson, Herda Klecker, and then Wilson. Two Wilsons. Allie Wilson's good, man. I think she's good. I agree. I never said she wasn't. I just, they're all good. Otherwise, they wouldn't you going be with here. Rose? I'm going with Rose. So neither of us are picking Raven Rogers. So I'm looking up her 2022. Let me pull that up right now. 2022 or 2023 would be even more relevant. Yeah. That's what I meant. That's so. what happened. So. 2023. Okay, we're moving. You bringing it up? We're moving slowly. You're really quick at this. Sorry. She's run too flat, I think, this year. Why is your internet so slow? Well, it's because it's using my phone here. Okay. Oh, why? 203, too flat, too flat. In Paris, she was 10th. You know what? I'm totally going to regret this because Taylor Field. She has her entire figure. Yeah. Fig, uh, full body photo on the tower. Uh, yeah. I'm going to regret this. Should I switch it? You can switch it. Or do you want to go with the Collegian? No, no, I'm saying I, I'll take her to out. Oh, take her to out? I feel good about Michaela. You're taking her to out? I believe in Michaela Rose. For Ro Rogers? Yeah. Are you doing it? Yeah, let's do it. Let's just make like it. Wilson, like a, Rose, Rogers? Or Wilson? Yeah, let's just do that. I like it. I want to have some more variety yeah. from what you're, All right. what you're picking. You're going to regret that, but okay. Well, I'm going to go down with who's on the tower. All right. Okay, I'm gonna good. go down with who's on the when tower. When in doubt, who's on the tower? This is very is difficult. Is still competing? Uh, Jordan says Michaela Rose has done three rounds at World Juniors en route to a title. That's what I was pulling up before. Well, You're really you good at never remembering who runs uh, World yeah, Juniors. World Junior rounds don't count. You man. said that about Tobogo too, or whatever. He's never run a big race. Big World Juniors is not a big race. It's a big race. It's juniors. It's a big race. It's not a big race. It's, it's sometimes it can be faster than USA's. No. It's a big race. It's not a World big race. U20s for women's 800. It's a big race. It's a big race. Okay. Now uh, let's race. just jump around it. Uh, let's do rapid fire. Rapid fire. Oh, how am I going to. I'll type it after the podcast. So I don't, if we lose time. So women's foreign hurdles. You can talk about it for a second, too, if you want. I mean, Muhammad, Little, Cockrell, Tate. I think this is going to be obviously way different because there's no Sydney, because there's no Britain. I'm going to say Little. I'll go with those top three. I'll just stick with Chalk. Oh, but I'll go Little 1, Cockrell 2, Muhammad 3. I'm going Little, Cockrell, Tate. Women's high hurdles. This is hard. This one is very difficult. So Ken Harrison, 
uh, Messiah Russell, Tia Jones, Leah Armstrong, Lisa Johnson, Tania Marshall, Nia Ali. Ooh, this one's tough. Uh, I'll say Harrison. I'll say Marshall, Tania Marshall. Tania and, Marshall, really? And then I'll go Johnson. Those are my three. I'm going to do Harrison, uh, Armstrong, Johnson. Definitely think Johnson's making the team. And Harrison. 10,000. Going all the way to 10? We we're going all over well, the place. Well, I'm just, yeah, and then I'm going to go, I'm going to go 10, 5, 15. Okay. We're Monson, going. Cranny, Sna Schweizer. We're snake drafting, snake drafting the events. Yeah. So 10K. Is this where I continue my tradition of picking Wayne and Kalati to get in the top three? You can? Absolutely it is. So you're getting Kalati? Monson, Cranny, Kalati. Monson, Cranny, Kalati. It's happening. I like that. Cranny's a wild card because she hasn't run much this year. Neither has Schweizer. It's very, this what do we do with Schweizer and Cranny? Before we get I into these five one of and them. ten. I picked one of them. That's what I did. I'm going to go with one of it's them. It's just, they, they don't make any sense. Schweizer, Cranny, this 10K is really hard. I wish we had more information. I ranked it Monson, Schweizer, Cranny. But You're the one who literally did these picks. I know, but I don't want to pick Schweizer and Cranny because they just haven't. And I don't want to pick Rogers either. Pick whoever you want, man. And I don't want to pick O'Keefe. It's your, it's your, your ranking. This isn't fun. All right. <laughs> Monson, Kalati. No, you can't take the I Kalati pick. I can pick Kalati. Uh, it was my thing. There's no rules. It's my thing. It's, it's not my your pick. thing. Kalati. It's my pick. It was my pick. I always you picked her. You don't have exclusive rights to this pick. Okay. I got drafted to me. <laughs> I got, uh... I'm doing Monson, Kalati, and then I'll just do... You know what? If Schweizer's there, I'll, just go. I'll pick her. Schweizer. All right. So you're doing the same thing, except... I'm picking Schweizer. Yeah, I'm so. picking Cranny instead. All right. Well, if you thought that one was fun, women's five. Well, this is a little bit easier. Andrews and Monson. And then you get to pick... Well, you could pick whoever you wanted, but Enfield, Rogers, Cranny, Kalati, Schweizer, Hennis, O'Keefe, Tui. Uh, yeah, so I'm going to go Monson 1, Andrews 2. And, I mean, I guess if I'm saying Cranny is good enough to make the 10 team, I think she can make the 5 team, so I'll go Cranny. That, you're putting a lot of... Yeah, I know. You're putting a lot of stock into Cranny. All right, yep. I, this is the one I want to... I, I want to kind of... I'm thinking Infeld, but I also am thinking the Hennis and Tui. Tui, man. Good Tui, shock the world, and, you know, obviously NCAAs didn't go as planned. It was hot. It was hot for everyone else too, but yeah, just you know, just a I, long think, list. I think if Chewy just ran the five k, she would have beaten Valdi. We'll never know. We'll never know. But there's a lot of Valdi fans to, out there who probably are really upset I said that. It's but, hard to jump that many people on this list, though. There's a lot of people in that range. That it is hard to, to jump a lot of people on this list. What's first, ten or five? Ten. So it's three days later. Monson's right? running the ten. Swazi's running the ten. Kaladi's running the ten. A lot of people running the ten. She's gonna be fresh. I really want to pick her, but I think... I can tell. You know what? I'm going to pick Hennis. Okay. That's what I'm doing. So who, what's your top three? Andrews, Monson, Hennis. Andrews, Monson, Hennis. Okay, similar to... You're just making one pick different than me. It's just, it's, you're just drafting off of my picks. Oh my goodness. It's, it's, it's ridiculous. Shut up. 3K Steeple. 3K Steeple. Coburn, Frerichs, Wayman. All right, Frerichs, I'm, you're I'm, going with Frerichs. I'm, she, not, I'm not deviating. She but. hasn't run all year. She's ran care. 1 1,500, and it was slow. 
Do you know who's made multiple appearances on this podcast during NCAA cross country to talk Frex. about the, the she's, meet? She's big, yeah. Uh, so yeah. you can't. Well, also, it's like illegal not to pick her. All she has a margin for error here. Look at the time gap between her and everybody else. Yeah, but that time is from last year. That's yeah, it's not even her PR. But I it's from last. But I'm saying, can she run 9:20? Yes. If she can run 9:20, can she get on the team? She, she ran a really be, slow 15, man. She might be able. To she get hasn't run. These Bowerman women were confusing us. Cranny. I don't care. I'm going down with the ship again. Frerichs and uh, Coburn, Frerichs, Wayman, book it. So Coburn, Courtney, and Courtney. Yes. The three C's. Yes. You know what? You're gonna criticize me and then make the same pick. I'm not you gonna have, make. You have Markasich third. Yeah, in your and I'm gonna take Markasich. Okay, Markasich. go, go. Make because I believe. Okay. In uh, touchdown, Jesus, Notre Dame. So, Markasich. <laughs> and I, I just think it would, if Frerichs ran a normal season, I would thousand percent take Frerichs. But I have to at least recognize if someone is just running nothing and then just shows up to the USA's, they don't. They shouldn't just automatically win. I'm All just, right. So you have. So you have. You have Crane listed in the 15 as well, too. She's entered in the 15. See, that would just throw my entire... <laughs> I know. Well, you went okay. for it. You no, should have looked at the draft board I'm before you started drafting. S women's 15. Sinclair Johnson. Then I'm going to go McGee. McLean hasn't run much. You're going Johnson, McGee? I'll go Johnson, McGee, and then Hiltz. Hiltz is making the team. Yeah, I, I like that. I want to pick Addie Wiley, though. Make your pick. we got to keep going. We don't have to keep going. We I do. We're think. down to nine minutes. We're not down to nine minutes. Where we is have, this shot um, clock? Amanda has to go. Where Amanda, do you have to go anywhere? <laughs> I can't hear her. She says she's good to stay as long as we are. Yeah. So. Okay, keep all going. Right, all right. I'm going to go with Johnson... Johnson, McGee, and Hiltz is the great three to pick, but I just feel like one of those three is going to not make the team, and Wiley is. I just don't know which one. So I need to do rock, paper, scissors, shoot. I'm not going to do rock, paper, scissors with you. No, no just do rock, paper, rock, paper, scissors. Just make a pick. No, Come just on. tell me. Just We got to go to the men's side. Just tell me rock, paper, scissors. Make a, you're an expert, supposedly. You make all these rankings. You should not have to have use rock, paper, scissors. Say A, B, or C to me. A. Okay. Johnson's not making the team. So it's going to be Hiltz. McGee and Wiley. Sinclair Johnson's making the team. Okay. Men's 100. Take a deep breath here. Let's talk men's 100. We've talked about the men's 100 a lot this year. We've talked about the one constant in the event is Fred Curley. He's not running it because he has the bye. Which leaves a long list of very qualified runners for three spots. I'm talking about Trayvon Bromel. I'm talking about Marvin Bracey. I'm talking about Christian Coleman. I'm talking about Noah Lyles. I'm talking about some collegians like Austin and Courtney Lindsay. You got Cravant Charlson in there. You have Ronnie Baker. The list goes on a good job naming and all the names. on and on. But now you have to narrow it down to three. This is going to be tough. Bromel only run a couple times this year, hasn't gone under 10. Bracey's gone under 10 twice this year, and he's run quite a bit. You have Lyles, who... He's only gone under 10 this year, but three of them have been wind-aided. But you combine that with his 60-meter season, it's pretty good. It's a pretty good Noah Lyles season as well. You have the ultimate sleeper there in Charleston. You have Coleman, who you had at number two. He's racked up 
a couple good wins. All the he's running against good competition at least. So even when he loses, he's losing to qualified athletes. My issue here is I don't know what to do with the top two, the two names on that list. I don't know the other two medalists, along with Fred Curley and Eugene last year. I thought by this point we'd know more about Bromel and Bracy, and we know a little bit, but not a lot. I almost feel more confident in Lyles just because I know exactly what I'm getting. So this is very hard. This is a very hard event to forecast. If you have to exclude people, I guess you could push out the, the collegians just because it's a long season. But I'm going to put Lyles on there. And I think Bracy and I think Coleman. That order? No. What's the order? I think it'll be – actually, yes. Let's just stick with that order. Uh, Lyles, Bracy, Coleman. I think the only reason I'm having Bromel off, and I'm going to end up regretting this. I'll say this right now. So you can at me. You can clip this if you want. It's just he's only run twice. It's like you got to draw a line somewhere. I don't think either of his races were bad. But I just – I don't know what the argument is for him over everybody else other than going deep into history. So those will be the three. Those will be my three. Leaving off a lot of good people. Don't feel confident at all. Do not bet on this. Don't bet on this. You don't feel confident. I don't feel confident. I feel extremely confident. Yeah, that should give people pause because I'm last going week to you be... were so confident about the men's hundred and it took a day and a half to be proven wrong. Okay, here's the thing. I am not only going to get this one right, I'm going to get the order right. Go ahead. We're all listening. Coleman's going to win. Lyles is going to get second. And Cravant Charleston is going to get third. Now you want to pick Cravant Charleston. Okay, so you don't have Bracey or Bromel. No, Bracey, Bromel. I just think, well, Bromel's only run two races. And Bracey has had a sub-10, like, yeah, earlier he's, on. he's run well, yeah. He's run well, but he also hasn't run that well in a lot of other events. He's kind of been shutting it down a few times. I think that Bracey and Bromel just aren't on firing on all cylinders the way Lyles, Coleman, and Charleston are. And so I think those that's the three. I think Bracey and Bromel are going to be fighting for top six spots to make the relay. Interesting. That's the other subplot here because yeah. this team is super deep. So the question is going to also go, yeah, just to get in the final and then try to get that relay spot is going to be is going to be huge. All right. So you're still with Coleman. Coleman, I Lyles, respect your Charleston. commitment. You were on Coleman from the jump. I'm on Coleman is you my left. best chance of beating Curly. So he has to win USA. So I believe that. Wait, why do you, you're picking again? Oh, because you said Curly wasn't going to win. I never said Curly wasn't going to win, but if I did say he could lose, and if he's going to lose, it's the only, there's only it's one person who will beat him. It's Coleman. No one else will beat Curly except for Coleman. So now let's go to the 200, where Fred Curly is running. We do not have Noah Lyles in this race. Which isn't that kind of a bummer? We have the the ships passing in the night. They're like, hey, we're at the buys. Let's just go to the other side. Flip on the other way. Yeah, but then again, in my head. I know how that race happens yeah. in both races. Yeah. Curly wins 100, Noah wins a 200. True. That's it. True. It would be great to see him, and it would add more intrigue. It would make it even harder to make the team, but also we know how that ends. So Noah has the bye. Knighton, top seed. He's a lock. Norman's in there, but we think he's hurt. And then you have Kenny B, Fred Curley, some collegians. Coleman's entered as well, too. Kyrie King, Terrence Laird. I'm going to go Knighton. Bowling's in there as well. Bowling's in there as well. I'm going to go Knighton, Curley, and then Bednarik. 
So same team basically as last year when you add in no allows. A boring pick. A pick I feel good about. Uh, that is yeah, boring. if Norman was at 100%, I would pick him, but we don't yeah, see him. Norman's yeah, 100%, we don't, we, we it don't should know. be more fun if Norman's 100%. I agree with you. I do, though, think that Curly gets third. I think Bednarik gets second. I think it goes Knighton, Bednarik, Curly. Actually, yeah, Knighton, Bednarik, Curly. I think Bednarik is going to win Worlds, as I said, in 200. So mm -hmm. in order for the win Worlds at the 200, he needs to put a good showing here at USA's, and I think he will. So The next event I want to talk about in depth is the 15. So for the four and the eight, do you want to just do those right now, lightning round, or do you want to come back and do all the lightning Let's go in order the same order we did last time, which goes one, two, four, eight, 400 hurdles, 100 hurdles, 10K, 5K, 3K, 15. So 400. The 400 is a mess, but I know how it's going to go. Do you? Yes. I can make a lot of money on this one because there's so much uncertainty. But all right. Make that money. But it's Okay. Make the money. Men's open 400. I'm going to go Norwood. Yeah. I'm going to go Bryce Dedman. I see what you're doing here. And I'm going to go Elijah Godwin. I see what you're doing. What am I doing? Uh, you're picking uh, non-collegiates except for Godwin. Who's really experienced. Who's really experienced. You, you Although he was hurt. Non-collegiates, yeah. Maybe I should change that, that one. Oh, no, you said it. You no, said it. No, 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 no you no, said no. it. Because I wanted you to keep Godwin because he's not making the team. Because he's hurt. Let's go Willie. God dang it. Let's go Willie in there. Now, hopefully Godwin's back and makes me regret that. But yes. Deadman, I looked it up. Low key, he ran up. He ran last week in Canada, for like a forty-four-seven. Yeah, in Canada, he's got two sub forty-fives this year. Norwin, Norwood, total pro. But this is sort of you know the the youth versus experience setup here. I'm going Norwood, Robinson, U.S. indoor champ, trying to yeah. become the outdoor champ. Robinson was neck and neck with Willie on that anchor leg, yeah, four good. by four. I think Robinson's good. I think. Uh, there's also more drive under Robinson than Willie because Willie's just coming off the high of, you know, win the 4x4 four four and yeah. the team title and all going 1-2 in the open four. I think Robinson's like, man, dude, I should have, mm, like, I'm the guy. I want to be the guy, and I think this is his moment. So I think it goes Norwood. Actually, I, I'll think I'll go Robinson 1. I'll go Norwood 2. And then... I don't know. I think mm. Deadwin, Willie, Zarek Brown, William Jones. It's it's Deadman, but you know who gets? Do you know who gets in the top six? I know who you're gonna say. Matthew you really Bowling. want to pick him. Matthew yeah, Bowling. and listen, it's not even top six because the mixed. Oh yeah, top four, eight. Top just. I saw bowling at Worlds, so bowling gotta be top. If, make the final. I think. Listen, we've been on the bowling's really good in the quarter. Yeah. <laughs> uh, trained for a while now. He, he ran pretty well in New York. I think Bowling gets fourth. Didn't win it, but he, he was in the mix. We also got – I mean, you got some good runners in here too, like farther down the list. Like Cherry hasn't really run this he year. He hasn't run. Um, Quincy Hall you talked about before. Ja'Cory Patterson's really good. But – all right. That was supposed to be lightning round, and it wasn't. So now you want the 800? Yeah, we're doing 800. 800. Oof. It's tough. It's tough. We got a chance to see the preview at New York. Hopple won it. I'm going to be a prisoner of the moment. I'm going to stick with Hopple. I think I might have I might be reversing myself, but I think Sumner bounces back. Ooh, three and, rounds. I don't care. Hopple, Sumner, and I think Murphy makes the team. That order? You think yep. Murphy gets third? Yeah, let's do that. Murphy, I think, is either going to make the team or not. 
That's usually how I those are the two choices. The way I said that, those are the two choices. It sounded like that's an obvious thing to say, but he's the ultimate hot and cold. He's either like, whoa, Murphy, he's the guy, or whoa, Murphy, bad race, gets seventh. What's going on? Um, mm, I agree. The Hopple thing sold me, even though it's we thought where we thought Hopple died, but he I've did seen not enough. die. I've seen I've enough. Seen enough. Yeah. You know, it's, we're calling calling the state, calling the eight hundred. Hopple wins it, so I'm going through with Hopple. I think Murphy. He's he's been traveling all over the world. He's been running. I think he's he's locked in. So I think Murphy makes a team. My big thing is Sumner versus the people who've made teams. So it's Sumner versus a Miller versus a Jewett versus a Harris. Mm -hmm. It's either Sumner versus one of those three. I want to pick Sumner. It's fun. It's fun to pick Sumner. Like it's it's. I already did. It's it, like not, very entertaining. I'm having the time of my life You're, over look here. Look at you. What's that like? It's great picking Sumner. Living my best life. Picking Sumner in the summer, it's got to be amazing. Yeah. I'm, though, going to go with Isaiah Harris. Because why not? All right, let's go to the men's. 400 hurdles. I've had 100 hurdles. 400 hurdles and then 110. This is the order. 400 hurdles. Benjamin, he hasn't raced in two months. That's been that long? It's been a long time. He's... He ran two 40 hurdle races early on in the season. Here in that fast quarter, too, yeah. at Mount Sac. So I'm not really sure what's going on, but if he's on the starting line, he's going to make the team. So we got Benjamin. CJ Allen's been tearing it up. He's at the opposite end of the spectrum in terms of racing. Guess how many races he's run? Guess how many four-meter hurdle races he's run this year? Eight. Seven. Pretty close. So I'm going Allen. And then I think it's been Bassett and Rosser and Robinson, who won the NCAA title for Alabama. I will go – man – you gotta go Bassett, man. It's, he got yeah, he got a medal. Yeah, it's Bassett. Come on. It's Benjamin Allen Bassett. No. B A B. I'm gonna go Robinson. Upset. Third spot. I'm allowed to make my pick. It's disappointing in you. Disappointing in you. All right, one ten hurdles. Trying to spice things up a little 110 bit. One ten hurdles. One ten hurdles. Okay. This podcast is awesome. You like it? Yeah. So Holloway's entered, but we he's, he's, he did he's this gonna, last time. He's too. gonna scratch. So last time he ran it, didn't they someone said he was gonna run all the rounds? He ran two rounds, I think. Yeah, scratch after the semis. Then he yelled something at you in the media area, yeah, he, which I'll never forget. Yeah. I'm not going to repeat it here. He told me to go F myself. No, we didn't say that. It, yes, we did. Isn't that what he said? Did I thought it was something different. It was in a joking way. Yeah. Way. yeah it wasn't, it's in a it loving. It's a loving. It wasn't, it wasn't and like, everyone in the media was like, they thought it was serious. They like, what would you say well, to Grant? Grant yeah. And then Grant's just like. I don't think it was that. I thought it was. Well, we can talk about it off here. Anyway. Yeah. Roberts just ran 13.01. Cordell Tinch has run 12.96. Uh, Devin Allen was just behind Roberts at in New York. Dunning, Britt, Crittenden, Edwards, <laughs> Cunningham. The fact that Cunningham is ninth in your rankings is crazy. But I'm going to keep it simple. I'm going to go Tinch 1, Roberts 2, Allen 3. And those, with the assumption that Holloway's not running. Are with we, the assumption, yeah. We we're, all not pick, gonna, we're not going to We're really it. picking two through four or one through three. Even if he Holloway. wins, yeah, it's, it's the next group yeah. after him. So I think it's going to be those three. And I think the super sweep has a possibility for Budapest. So you, what's your order? Roberts? What? No. Tinch, Roberts, Allen. Tinch, Roberts, Allen. You like that? I do. Tinch is... Here's the thing, though. This field is so deep. If you have one little misstep, You're you can screwed. go from second to eighth so yeah. quick. <laughs> you are done. You may not make the final. I agree. Tinch, Roberts, Allen. I'm just trying to figure out the order. Um, yeah, I, I, like, I like that order. I'll probably do Tinch, Roberts, Allen. Yeah, same. 
Same order. Tinch Roberts Allen. All right, 10K. Men's 10,000. Okay, so I think this is one of the easier events, if not the easiest track event. Only predict. three people have the standard. Well, that makes it pretty easy, too. <laughs> is it the big three? Yeah. Okay, well, then we don't even need to waste time on this. Yeah. That's just, do you think Kincaid wins? Yes. Yeah. Let's go, because I think it'll be slow, because they're going to yep. double back. So I think I'll go Kincaid, Fisher, Klecker. Yep. So Chalima doesn't have the standard. Nope. Do you think he might scratch? Well, he would have already scratched by now. Let's check if he scratched. Has he scratched? Is he going to try to, is he going to get a world ranking or what? Uh, no. So, yeah, he, he's not going to get a world ranking. I mean, maybe. I don't know. He's not going to get in. I mean, maybe. I don't know. You did, you gave three different <laughs> let me, answers. Let me see what his world ranking is. That's what I was asking. I'm looking it up. All right. You got to go here. You got to go stat zones. I got to go to world rankings. We know where to click. Speaking of world, I have a good world ranking stat for you, by the way. Which I'm excited to share. Yeah, I don't think we're gonna have time. We said for Thursday show. By the way, we're doing a Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday show this week. After hold on. After USA's. Road to Budapest. Hold on. Let's feed this men's 10K. Okay, so you need to have Oh yeah. World Come on, ranking. Man. I'm not you need to have a world ranking of twelve hundred and sixteen points. So here's the thing. You need to have twelve hundred and sixteen points. Connor Mance has twelve hundred and six. So if he has like a fast enough time, his average could go past the 12 to 16. So someone like Connor Mance or Sean McGordy could theoretically find I'm a way saying, to bump I'm saying why is he the... running it if there's no path to him making the team? It just makes him tired for the 5K. That's, That's a good why point. I don't get. No, maybe he hasn't thought about it yet. Maybe he's listened to podcasts. He's like, oh, shoot, you're right. Okay, Paul. Paul? Check in with us after you make your decision. Maybe he knows something we don't know. What would he know that we don't know? Maybe he thinks he can get the ranking somehow. Maybe. I don't know. A lot of people are taking up the ranking slots because on the cross-country side. Remember that? It was the whole thing? Yeah. So that it's was, like, that was of, great. It's kind of ridiculous. So should we talk about the men's five? Okay, so we're going that. Yeah, all right. Men's five. This is the hard one. Men's is five is incredibly difficult to pick. It's been a great event domestically. It's been a great event in international competition as well, too. A lot of this is going to be influenced by what happens in the 5,000. And the 1,500. By the 10,000 and the 1,500. Yeah, so you have presumably Fisher... Kincaid, Klecker, and Chalimo coming back from the 10,000. And you'd have Cooper Tier coming back from the 15. Additionally, other 10,000-meter names, McGordy and Connor Mance as well, too. The people that are going to be, quote-unquote, fresh for the 5,000, Nur, Beetlescum, Boar. How do you think this shakes out? Only three spots here. You could say, all right, it's going to be the same three as make it in the 10,000. Well, I know this. I know that... The entire 5K field is going to be watching that 1500 cheering like mad for Cooper Tier. Yeah, get because the, they're like, let's get, get the him off the let's get him off the starting line because you take Tier off the starting line, it gets a little bit easier to predict. So are we gonna predict what? Should we have to like predict like four deep and then like remove? No, pick who you think. Because I think Tier will make the 15 team, so then I'll take him not making the five. Because yeah, so I'm gonna go Kincaid, Fisher, Clacker. Uh, I'm going to go Fisher, Nur, Kincaid. Kincaid third? Yes. Training partner of Nur. I think the three of them are going to get on. I just Nur hasn't run in a while. Yeah. Oh, we'll be that fine. That concerns me. He he ran it at um Hold was on. Was it LA Grand Prix? Did he? Yeah. No, he didn't. He did. 
No, he didn't. He fell down and won. That's a long time ago. Yeah, it is Memorial Day. That's a, so dude, over, over a month ago. Hold on. Let me look at his results. He's run. Yeah, he did fall down and win. Who did he beat? Did he beat anyone good? I just count the dubs, Gordon. That's all I'm worried about. I, I want to pick Nerv. I, I, you know, I, sh- I, I believe not, in these. I, I need to pick Nerv. What am I doing? Some of these guys, some of the people on the show believe in NAU. Yeah, I, and some of, no, okay. you can't no, change I, it. No, you you wouldn't let me change that other one. You did change it, though. You locked. Uh, you changed Godwin. You, you took locked it. me out. All right, so I'm going Kincaid, Nerv, Fisher. You just didn't want to get out NAU'd by me. No, I just like. I was You're like, like I got to have 66% of the team be Mike Smith coached. I'm doing Kincaid, Nerf Fisher. That's weak. And then we'll have the classic, ooh, Mike Smith versus Jerry. Blah, blah, it blah. could, theoretically, though, it could be Klecker, Chalimo, Tier. It could be. Yeah. There's a, there's a complete alternate top three. Yeah. Or Emmanuel Bohr or somebody. Okay, so you're doing Fisher, Nerf, Kincaid. I'm we're, doing Kincaid, Nerf, Fisher. We're doing the, in the most wide open race. We're doing the exact, exact same. same three. All right, 3K steeple. I don't want to, uh, I don't like this. I don't like it at all. What? I don't like the fact that I'm picking the same? Yeah, you took well, my pick. Sorry. 3K you steeple. should be happy because that means you're going to be right. All right. Uh, Bernard Keeter's on the team for sure. <laughs> he is. I'm sorry. You're he very is. confident. I think Duncan, Ham- Duncan Hamilton's going to do the classic didn't make it or didn't win NCAAs but comes back and gets on the team for USAs. So I'm going to go Keeter, Hamilton, and then I will go Isaac Updike. Updike? That's that's okay. You can do that. I'm going Hamilton, Keeter, Rotich. All right, you can do that. I will. I just did. 1,500. All right, take a deep breath here. The 1,500. No, this, 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 this is going to be This is the great. best event. This is the best event. Okay, first of all, before we get in the 1,500, standard stuff. Do we need to worry about Yes. It? How so? Explain. So there's one notable guy who can make the team who does not have the standard, and that is Nathan Green. Other than that, other than that, everyone has a standard. Or if they don't, they're there's, they're not making top three. All right. Well, that's good. Yeah. Usually, it's who does have the standard, so, not who doesn't yeah, have the so, standard. So uh, the thing about Nathan Green is, I looked into it. He needs to make sure the final is faster than like three forty one, and he's fine. So, I think it will be faster. Also, it only impacts one person. Yeah. Not the whole field, so that's fine. Yeah. All right. So, we so know that- but the, if it's a three fifty race, Nathan Green could win it. And then he won't go to Worlds. Okay. Well, we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. But 341, We're, which I think is likely to happen. It so. was slow last year, but there's also... 341 been, is pretty slow. Yeah, it was slower than that last oh, year. Oh, it's like 347, yeah. But new year, a lot of these guys have been running fast. The trend is towards faster. And Green's faster. also a fringe guy making the team anyway, so... So you have that college angle, but you also have the top of this list, which Nagus been running out of his mind ever since indoors. It's been great. Kessler... P- PR after PR in the 15 and then the 800. Former Oregon teammates, Tier and Hawker, are in there. You got some Wiley veterans in Gregoric, Prakel, Hunter, Wynn, Thompson. And then... Yeah, the UW, the Washington duo. Yeah. Joe Wascom and Nathan Green. All they do is win championships. Eric Holt... Who got fourth last year. And... Just won a, a, a U.S.-based race. And then you have... Matthew Sensowitz. And Angles, to another group of former teammates who, listen, you may not think they're going to win, but it just adds yeah. another storyline to it. Okay, what if he, man, he looks really good in the first round? Is he going to, oh man, he, he snuck in, snuck into the final. Like, if you had a 12 person final of Nagus, Kessler, Tier, Hawker, 
Gregoric, Drew Hunter, Thompson, Holt, Angles, Centro, and then the two college kids. That's a lot of storylines packed into one one race. This is what we should do for this. We're gonna we're gonna we're just have to agree to this. Obviously, we've been picking the same teams. We're gonna do a draft here, and we can't pick the same person. Okay. Do you want to pick first? Rock paper scissors shoot. Who has to pick first? No, no, I'll go first. It's fine. Well, no, it's unfair because I. All right, you have. I, I want the go first ahead pick. Go first. Go ahead and go first. All right, with my first. You're overall, gonna overthink it and not pick the right person. So basically, like I get two first round picks. My first overall pick, I'm picking Cooper Tier. See, I told you you'd overthink it. Yared and Goose. Do I get is it Snake? No, it's not Snake. Oh, darn it. Okay. All right, I'm going to Goose. Okay. Uh, Three twenty nine. Ran behind Jakob. Everybody run. Everybody can run behind Jakob for a little bit. He ran behind yeah, Jakob for a long time. Tier's good. Tier's gonna maybe probably win the race. Tier's great. Nagus is the number one pick. But okay, whatever. You go ahead and pick. My second pick, I am going Kessler. Mm-hmm. All right, this one gets tricky. <laughs> I want to go Hawker. Which, are we going to see the Hawker from a couple years ago? Yeah, I guess I'll go Hawker. You going Hawker? Yeah, how, how deep are we drafting? Three. You get three guys. Oh, this oh, is your team. Oh, okay. This, this is your team. Gotcha. Okay. All right. Well, that could happen. Yeah. Tier and Kessel could happen yeah. as well. All right. Go ahead. All right. Um, this is where it gets – this is the hard part. Yeah, because you have nine people to choose from. Yeah. I know who I'm not taking. I'm not taking Centro. I'm not taking Thompson. I'm not taking Prakel. I want to take Holt, but that's – I don't know. I think I'm going to – ooh, this is – I'm going to do it. I'm going to freaking do it because I keep on trying and I try to make it happen. It never does. I'm going with Isaac Baston. Wow. One last one Baston last, move. One last ride. Who, who do you I, want? I, well, I'll tell you what. Since it's the last pick, I can tell you. I mean, I'm thinking about the college guys. Yeah. You had John Davis make the team. Or not make the team, but finish the top, top three, three last yeah. year. Would have made the team if he had the standard. So I have, have the college guys angle. And then you have Holt. And then I'm also thinking about Gregoric as Gregoric well. Gregoric is the solid. He's the guy who always makes the team. But he's, he, no one wants it. It's not fun to pick him. It is now. But you're picking him? Gregoric? Picking him, Gregoric. All right. Actually, hold on. <laughs> you're looking at his results? Three, <laughs> you see a couple Portland seven. Track Fest, 334. Yeah, oh. dude, 334 is a new 340. Yeah, hold on. All right, give me, come on, give me, come on give me, man. You had all drafted the time. Give me, time is well, give me two seconds. I need one, to, two. No, what? hold on. I need to see. One, two again. I need to look at these results. What is, one second. <laughs> Port, I'm looking at Portland Track Fest results. All right. I'm going Tier, Seriously, Kessler, get, and Isaac Baston. Give me 15 more seconds. Or Baston. He told me what it is, but I forgot. I was there when he told you. Yeah, and I forgot. Wait, why is this not? What am I looking you're, at? You just don't know how to do it. No, where is the 1500? Why is he not in there? It's on the men's high performance. It's not. That's There's no group. You're wrong with the wrong. This is the Rose City Mile. You're at the wrong event. It's Stumptown. Okay, hold Portland on. Track. Right. People, this is... Hold Awful on. podcast. I'm getting ready. People are experiencing it with us. Oh my god, this is ridiculous. Kemboy, Hawker, then Gregoric. Okay, they were ahead of. Yeah, I feel good about my pick. Gregoric, Gregoric, lock it, it in. Is. Come on, Johnny. All right, so Tier Kessler, Baston, Nagus, Hawker, Gregoric. It would be fun if we did this the entire time. It would be an eight-hour-long <laughs> podcast. Did we cover every event? We did all the track events. Here's the thing. We we're field. Out. Let's talk field briefly. No, I want to talk about some some highlights in the field. Right. So, uh, Ryan Krauser, ever heard of him? Yeah. He's in the shot. I'm just saying. 
He's in the shot versus Kovacs. That's what they're saying. I hear he that. He could lose. He could. He could he lose, which is wild. But he also could throw 24 meters and th- launch it into the stands. <laughs> so that's that's a fun thing to watch for. Um, I don't know. Is there an event that jumps out to you? I'm looking forward to seeing Tara Davis versus Quinisha Burks and Jasmine Moore in the long jump. Ooh, uh, ooh. That's going to be fun. Speaking of long jump, you know who's in the men's long jump? Well, who? Seated. One, two, three, four. Cordell Tinch? Yep, seated eighth. Yeah. Cordell Tinch, not top 10 in the Bowerman. Nope. But in the mix for USA's two events, could be interesting. I think he's also entered in the high jump. Ah, uh, he's not. No, he's not. Okay. I just I looked unless. No, he's not. He's not. He's not. He's not. Javon uh, Harrison is in the high jump. Um, yeah, uh, Jasmine Moore, Couture Orgy in the horizontal or in the triple. I mean, you already mentioned the long jump battle, but more should be in there as well. I mean, the women's throws last year were awesome for the U.S. So whoever makes it uh, onto that team, there's going to be a lot of star power for Team USA. Um, Multis, Garland, Garland's Revenge. He lost NCAAs. Who's he avenging? I mean, just avenging the loss. Oh, okay. Another one of those, they could lose NCAAs but win USAs. That's, I like those stories. Here's know? the thing, Kevin. This is what I thought. So I I, worked, I spent a long time going through the rankings. for. So check out the top 15 for every field event on Anna Hall. Yeah, Anna Hall. She's like ranked top five in like every event. So it's kind of embarrassing for the other field event athletes. We're like, wait a minute. Anna Hall is top five in the U.S. in my event, and she's a heptathlete. It's kind of funny. All anyway, right. uh, one thing I noticed while going through all these rankings, check them out. We do top 15 deep. If you we wanted to, Kevin, I mean, if you and I were a woman, we're not, we're men, but if we were, what? we could just go to our backyard, take a javelin, throw it, and we could have qualified for USA's because only 12 women well, are on the javelin. They have a cutoff. No, right? there is no cutoff because the woman who got accepted had a time that had a throw that was really short, but they let her in because they're like, hey. We need to fill what's, the field. They're filling the field. Yeah, fill the field. Get to 12. Gotcha. So we could have, or, you're, you know. I got you. One All of right. our uh, female friends could have gotten this javelin throw. So anyway, javelin throw, though, it's going to be good. There's a lot of, uh, it's open now. No Kara Winger. So. I'm checking on the chat. All in the game. It says, Longhorn Lene Thomas scratched out of USA's entirely to go run in the Jamaican trials instead alongside alongside. Teammate Kavona Davis. Both can make their 200 team. Yeah, man, they're going to have to be Thomas Davis and then Adeleke and then Alfred. It's going to be all Texas. Abba, te- and maybe Abba gets on well, too. There's going to be like five or six Texas. They're just going to form a four by one team, yeah, too. They should. They should Texas versus the world. That would be pretty cool. I- I'd watch that. What if they're not. If, do, are the athletes if their country doesn't put together a relay, mm-hmm. maybe they could put together a Texas it. relay. Yeah. The ultimate Texas relay. Uh, let's see who else has comments here. Anybody else? We're so we're going to be doing live podcasts Thursday night, Friday night, Saturday night, Sunday night after USA's uh, recapping the day. Uh, should be yeah, good. So I don't know the exact, it's whenever the last event. Yeah. Ends, as soon as the last basically. event, it's like live within 10 minutes. Yeah. So that's like, Nine, ten, it's like whatever. ten o'clock central. Yeah, something yeah, like that something for like all that. three days, or we'll eleven o'clock f- central, something. Like that. We'll go for somewhere between a half hour and two hours, depending on how many tangents Gordon goes on. 
Tangents. You're the one that goes on tangents. What? Yeah, probably. So yeah, it'll be Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So we'll have four of those. Anything else? No. Happy Fourth of July. Yes. Happy Fourth of July, and then two days later. What are you doing Fourth of July? USA's. I don't know. What are you doing? You have three kids. You don't know what you're doing Fourth of July? Not yet. Still finalizing plans. You got one day left. Yeah. You going barbecue? Going to house? Pool party? Beach? Something? Not not going to the beach. Lake? Nope. You gotta be near water. You get. Yeah. You gotta go get wet. Maybe I'll somewhere. find a pool. Find a pool. It's hot out here. It what are hot. you doing? Do you want uh, to tell everybody? I don't have plans yet. Uh, David says uh, Charles Six went pro with Nike. We didn't talk about that. I thought we did. Oh, we we tweeted it. Yeah. Yeah. We didn't talk about it on the show. Charles Six is go pro. Bowerman. Another Bowerman signing. Oh, I thought you meant Bowerman Award. No, he's not going to win the Bowerman. The other, Kai Robinson. Kai Robinson yeah. is nominated. Nominated. Uh, yeah, I mean, it affects, it, it affects Stanford's like cross-country chances. I'm sure NAU and BYU are no, and like Oklahoma State are really happy because if Stanford had the Leo, uh, the, the young twins, and then Hicks and Robinson, and you know, mm-hmm. you know Cole Sprout, they have a great. Top five, but now if Hicks goes, you might see Robinson go, and then all of a sudden Stanford's going to have to replenish their arsenal. Now he wants to talk about cross country. He never wants to talk about it when I want to talk about it, and then now he wants to talk about cross. Anything else? I got nothing else. Happy 4th of July. Uh, Make sure you wear your suntan lotion. Also, to all the people who have 10 fingers, this is your last day with 10 fingers. There are currently people in this country who have no idea – that this is their last day with 10 fingers. I saw that tweet. That was a good tweet. Um, Brandon says, I want a segment on the enhanced games. Yeah, maybe we'll talk about that post-USA's. Oh, yeah. We didn't get a chance to talk about that. There's so much going on. A lot of stuff. When we go to one podcast a week, we end up missing stuff. But, we apologize. Yeah, that's true. Okay, so we'll leave it there. Thursday, check back in with us on the Flow Track YouTube page. Remember the Flow Track YouTube page, not the Flow Track podcast. YouTube page. Thanks to Amanda for producing. Enjoy the meat. We'll talk to you guys in a couple days.